Good evening, everyone. My name is Cutter, though you may know me as Three Bears in a Coat on air on HD1, and welcome to the finale of You'll Never Believe Me, but After Dark. You'll Never Believe Me But is a storytelling podcast being produced here at WKNC about lying to me. Every episode I have a guest on and they tell me two stories, one real and one fake, and I have to decide which is real between them. For those of you that are new here or for those of you that need a quick refresher, I'm going to run down the three rules we have here before we get into today's episode. Rule number one, your story should not do significant damage to anyone else or their character. We're not trying to be outwardly mean to anyone other than ourselves. Rule number two, if someone else is featured in the story, you must either have the permission to say their name or use a fake name for them. You agreed to come on the show and tell these stories, but unless they agreed to have these stories told, just use a fake name. And rule number three, and this is the easiest one, all stories should start with, you'll never believe me, but... And then a brief synopsis before starting the story, just so we all know what we're getting into and as a nice little nod to the show's title. So, with all that housekeeping stuff out of the way, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hey, it's just me. No guests yet uh, in the studio, just me. I want to talk a little bit about this season, uh, this mini-season uh, the goals recap, uh, a reveal of which of my two stories is true, and get some reactions from all the guests. But for right now, it is just me in the studio. And I just want to go through and say, first of all, that I had some amazing, amazing guests this season. Truly, even though it was just a mini season, even though it was a little bit outside of a lot of people's comfort zones, very intentionally, mind you, um, I had some phenomenal, phenomenal guests. I want to go through and just as a quick little reminder for each one of them. Um, I was really blessed to have all these people on here. Uh, Emily, uh, my roommate, really good friend of mine. I really, really, really liked her New Year's Eve story, uh, not only because it ended up being true and I got it right, but also because it is just one of those things that you do when you're younger and look back on and go, I I'm so upset that I did that. And I really, really, really like that. Uh, Owen, obviously one of the early candidates for absolutely most bonkers story. It's tough to not pick the main campsite story uh, where he gets head in the woods as one of my favorites from the season as a whole. Uh, not to mention that it ended up being true, but, uh, I mean, just a wild time. Uh, Steven, who came on after him, uh, who tried to copy my Alaska story, which I am a little uh, a little uh, confused about, I think is the best word, because uh, I feel like that was very brave. It was very bold to try to make such a claim. Uh, had it been true, that would have been amazing. That was definitely my favorite from that one, uh, that he tried to retread on me that same Alaska uh, cruise story, but uh, did not work for him, and I was very, uh, very much enjoyed uh, hearing that. Um, L's stories were absurd. I mean, just genuinely, no, no like, no bit no anything they were fucking nuts uh and i do mean that in every way um the this that story with the quarter and the balloon and all of that truly like blew my mind when uh when she told those stories and just in general what an absolutely absurd set of events to have happened to you and to make happen I intentionally to at least to a degree um 
One of, uh, no, not even, not one of, the wildest story. I will say that definitively. Absolutely the wildest story. And I will say uh, just absolutely absurd that that was true. Like truly just completely ridiculous uh, on on every account. But no, I had some lovely guests and they told some phenomenal, phenomenal stories. Um I really, really enjoyed just sitting down and getting to talk to these people, especially in a more uh, in a a more adult theme and a more adult setting. Uh, I guess I was curious because I did think we would get some wild stories like the ones that we got to have on this show, um, and I was very, very grateful for that uh, and for the people who came down and decided to share these things with me because they really didn't have to. Uh, so to all of my wonderful, wonderful guests uh, in this little mini season of you'll never believe me, but thank you so much. It is time, though, importantly, for what I'd argue is kind of the main reason the finale episode exists. It's great to hear from all the guests again. It's great to go through stats and, and talk about, you know, all this, that, and whatever. It is the reveal. It is time for me to unveil which of my two stories is true. It is the last chance that you have to change your guess. It is the last chance you have to uh, make your guess so you can rub it in your friends' faces uh, when you're right or get it thrown immediately back at you if you were wrong. I don't have a clip this time uh, due to the sensitive nature of this sort of thing. I didn't really feel like it was appropriate. Um, so I don't have a clip. I don't have a a surprise guest in the studio with me to to you know facilitate this reveal. Uh, it's just me, and I am just going to say that I did go on a cruise to Alaska. Uh, I did. I did go on a cruise to Alaska uh, in the summer after my junior year. I did go on a cruise to Alaska in the summer of my junior year and met a girl. And had a fling with her for the last few days on that cruise. And that girl was indeed a flat earther. Everything else after that? Also true. Yes, that's right. The first story, the Alaskan cruise fling story, is true 100% of the way through. Obviously, vitally, the flat earther piece of information is true. And all the follow-up is true. Um, All of the talk of fate bringing us together, her talking about trying to come down to Raleigh, that is all true. Um, The other story, though, the ice cream story, uh, is not entirely untrue. I did go and get ice cream with my friend and her older co-worker. Uh, I did get shown a list with a sexual alphabet game on it. C was empty. My name did come up. We, I did get on my friend about it after we got back. But uh, that girl never reached back out, which I was very thankful for, by the way. Um, I did try to include that little detail of, like, I normally end the story here. So if I had told that story to anyone, uh, they would think that maybe I was just being courteous to them. Uh, but no, it most of that did actually happen. But the genuine real truth is that I did get to have a fling with a flat earther on a cruise in Alaska. And truly one of the most uh, cherished things I am able to say to this day. Like, honestly. And that's what people said. I remember some guests said that, like, uh, I think it was um, Stephen said that he was willing to forego the possibility of the second story just for the first story to be true, which I think is very fair. I think is 100% reasonable, and I, I honestly feel the same way. I am very grateful to have that story be true and to be able to say, yes, I did get to have a fling with a flat earther on a cruise in Alaska. Now, I did keep the spreadsheet going for this season. Uh, It wasn't a big production, uh, but I had already started making it and figured I would uh, continue, as a matter of fact. And you know what? 
I killed it this season. I got every single story right. I did not miss. I knew Emily's. I knew Owen's. I knew Steven's. I knew Elle's. I was 100% on this mini-season, which hopefully bodes well going into season two of You'll Never Believe Me About when that does kick off in a little bit. Uh, because truly, I did not think it was going to end up going that well for me, uh, which honestly, I'm happy for. I'm more than happy to be right more often than I'm wrong, uh, <laughs> believe me. But it was just surprising, especially considering my atrocious record uh, in season one. Uh, no, season, or after, I guess this isn't season, season one and a half me, uh, after Dark Me is a different person. I don't know that the content had that much of an impact. It very well may have. The theme may have significantly altered how it was to make these guesses. But uh, either way, I mean, it was truly just a a whale of a time. Uh, and I, I don't know. It just things started to click with me with how I could understand which story was true and false. I think the personal nature uh, did did help lend itself to that some. But I mean, there were personal stories that I got wrong in season one. Uh, so I'm no longer terrible at my show, at least in this mini season. Uh, it very well may be true that when we go back to uh, the classic After Dark feel that everyone's uh, so familiar with, uh, that I will go back to being terrible. Uh, it is so easily possible. Now, on the other side of the statistics, right, because uh, that is only half the story, uh, among the four guests, and of course this is a small sample size, but among the four guests this season, uh I had a perfect 50-50 split from them on which of my stories was true. Uh, Emily and Steven both guessed that the uh, Alaskan cruise story is true, and Owen and Elle both guessed that that story was false and that the um, ice cream story was true, which totally, totally, mostly more true uh, than a complete lie. But no, it really, this season went just about as textbook as I could have hoped, to be totally honest with you. I got to have a perfect record in guessing and had a 50-50 split among my guests. Now, it would have been very easy for all my guests to guess the same thing and the stories to still be convincingly disparate, but I think this is perfect. I mean, truly, I think I really uh, landed where I wanted to on this and, and split the room. Uh, I, even people outside of this who are talking to me, uh, our wonderful advisor, Jamie, um, People who listen to the show outside of it will will text me and have texted me uh, that they're still unsure and trying to decide which is true, which is really, really validating. Uh, and honestly makes me feel like I did a really good job. Uh, hey, if you got this one wrong, don't worry. I made this one a lot tougher, I think, partially intentionally and partially just on accident. It really wasn't that much of a point to be difficult. It was more so just, I think it's more fun when it's more difficult. And I have some parody in here. No, uh, no nine and one, nine guesses one way, one the other um, from season one. No, this season was a pretty good split and the stats do reflect that. Hey, real quick, before we get to the reactions from all the guests, if you like the podcast, be sure to hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening, whether that's on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts, so you'll never miss an episode. I do have season two of You'll Never Believe Me But coming up. Uh, I did enjoy this mini-series. I did enjoy a little bit of a divergence, but I am ready to get back into it with some amazing changes, some big guests, and some great stories lined up. So, if you want to be in tune for the announcement of Season 2, for when Season 2 finally drops, when the intro episode comes out, and you guys can start speculating on which of my two stories are true, make sure you subscribe so you get those notifications. Alright, with all that out of the way, 
let's jump back into the action. Hey, just before I introduce the guests and we start listening to their reactions, I just want to let you know we are going to be going roughly in order of appearance. Uh, so that means Emily will be up first. These conversations varied from five minutes to ten minutes, a uh, little longer even. Uh, but it just was they sat down and I told them everything. Uh, it wasn't as structured as the season one were, and they don't have quite as many, so I do want to play more of them. And since I don't have like a clip reveal to base everything around, uh, it's just us talking. So it's a pretty uh, relaxed, pretty intimate environment, um, which I feel like is a pretty good match for this show's style. So, with all that out of the way, finally, let's hear the reactions from some of our guests. First, I will welcome Emily back into the studio. Emily, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. How are you? I am doing well. I'm happy to have you join me again, uh, this time for the reveal for the finale of After Dark. Uh, how are you feeling? About my answer? In, yes, about your or answer. Or just in general. I mean, in general, but Happy, I'm, I'm sure. optimistic. You're optimistic about your answer? No, about life. Oh. Pessimistic about my answer. <laughs> no, I mean, I when I kind of, I listened to Owens and I kind of followed his, we had the same logic where mm -hmm. we both thought the other one was the most unbelievable, so we chose the most unbelievable one. Sure, sure. No, understood. So it doesn't Absolutely. lead to a lot of confidence, but. Ah, I understand. No, I understand completely. So you are feeling good or you aren't feeling good? Undecided yet. Undecided yet. Uh, well, will it help if I tell you which one is true? No. <laughs> but yes, I'm Well, excited. too bad. Uh, the story that you guessed was true, just for those of you who... This was a while ago. This was a, over about a month ago now we recorded your episode. Um, it must have been. Yeah. I mean, we're four episodes later. Uh, you guessed that the first story, the cruise ship story, was true. Um, through some very precise reasoning, uh, which I admired. Um, do you think it, do you think that you were right by that reasoning? Um, okay. Well, your phrasing there makes me, th I just think I'm completely wrong. The okay. smile on your face right now. It is Joker I do have, style. I do have a shit-eating grin right now. Uh, no, that is because you are right. Oh, my gosh. Yes, you absolutely I are. I won. You did win. You what won the show. Uh, nothing. Oh. You win my love and can, affection. Can I take over the podcast next season? No, you cannot. I'm sure. Guess. Call in if you want that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a phone number. I know. Uh, no, no. You did get it right, though. That was absolutely the true story. Uh, was on the cruise ship. The second story, mostly true. Uh... I did go get ice cream with a 25-year-old who did show me her sexual alphabet game list. Uh, just none of that addendum stuff at the end happened. Mm. Um, none of that. She never reached back out to me, which I was very grateful for. Mm -hmm. um, but no, it was. It really was just uh, like on that cruise, met a girl, turned out to be a flat earther. I mean, what what can you do, you know? I'm so happy right now. <laughs> I am ecstatic. Sure, I was sure. not feeling confident, I'm going to be honest. Oh, of course. But no, now naturally. I'm going to say that I knew the whole time. Oh, no. I mean, what else would you do, For really? For sure. Yeah, no, of course. I've been mm -hmm. talking to, uh, and we'll hear his later, I've been talking to Owen, and, and he feels the exact same way. He is not confident at mm -hmm. all. Uh, it is does make more sense for him to be a little less confident because he's sorry. No, no, totally fair. This is what uh, getting my story around this show is about above all else is bragging rights. Yay. Um, so you now can laud that over Owen and Elle, who both guessed incorrectly. And also you around the house. 
I'm just gonna be insufferable. Uh, no, I, I mean, just, naturally, I, knew it was right. I did get yours right as well, so it's kind of a give and take, you know. But that around was, the house, that was, right? a, that was months ago. Oh, <laughs> months? That was years. I, I don't mean, even remember that. It was a part of a year ago. I guess that <laughs> that is true. It was part of an eon ago. One I mean, could say. I mean, we could. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be very helpful, but we could. <laughs> no, absolutely. Uh, you're both well going to be insufferable around the house about it, uh, especially I, because this had such an even split. I mean, this season was 50-50 on guesses, you know, one way or the other. Um, so very impressive. Absolutely. Didn't you guess all of them right, too? I did. I That's absolutely right. did. Not to flex or nothing. I was on something different this season. I don't think it's going to continue when season two officially starts back up. But I was on something different this season. Um, no, I mean, that's all I got. Good thing less people are going to listen to this than your actual season. Oh, yeah. So I can, I mean, I do have to maintain my <laughs> reputation as someone who sucks at my show. Yes, you know, I mean, course. it's really important. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Uh, Emily, unless you have any, I mean, if you have any other questions for me about my stories or anything like that, I mean, you were right. You were pretty compellingly right. And for the right reason, I'd argue. What uh, was my reason? Uh, you you no were clue. very specific that I couldn't have seen that it was a suggestive oh. picture without having yes. opening it opened it, which is not what I originally intended to say, but it was definitely me just going, eh, I'm just talking at mm -hmm. this point. So totally fair. Yay. I, that, I, I, um, that was like the end of my reasoning. I like remembered my original reason for choosing the cruise story is true. Uh, so like, I got to tack it on. But no, uh, yeah, no, of course, of course. The first part of that podcast where I was guessing yours is garbage. I, oh, no. I can't understand what I'm saying. No, no. I mean, that's honestly, that's how I feel every time I hit record, <laughs> like on that, like every time I guess is I'm just like, I'm just going to talk I until I convince myself of something. And yes. it, I mean, this season worked. works pretty well. Last season, not so good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, Emily, thank you so much for coming back and joining me uh, to be right after all. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> Now, welcoming Owen, my co-worker, notedly, uh, back into the studio. Owen, how are you doing? I'm heated. You, you are heated. Cutter preheated the oven I on this did. one. I did. I pre-angered you. Um, not even intentionally. I just I was hoping that there was going to be a funny little story about your, about your phone saga, but uh, it's just turned into anger now. Um, we, we will spare you, audience, listeners, the details. Uh, Owen will get heated again, and I don't want that to happen. I'm officially denouncing UPS. Oh, wow. Officially? Can you at least clarify that you do not speak for WKNC, or you'll never believe me, but and that your opinions I, are your own? I, the individual, Owen, denounce UPS. USPS, the boys in blue, love, would not have love. done that to me. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. All right. Well, with all that out of the way. Um, There's a lot of baggage. I mean, it, packages. It, it was a lot of package. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, how are you feeling about your guess? I feel pretty confident, but okay. I do feel like you, you've you learned a lot. You've um, you've changed your um, machine, your ML algorithm. Mm -hmm. Okay, sure. Because sure. you're a robot. Oh, no, I mean, um, that is And you've fair. adapted that these that these stories are significantly more meta, and you've put a lot more thought into winning this game I than have. you did last season. I certainly have. I've put a lot of thought into winning. And win. so while I do feel confident, I guess, I will not be surprised if you outgamed me. Mm, sure, sure. Just just in, like, a, just in like a, I picked a story that I think you would think I wouldn't do to be my true story or mm -hmm. yeah okay. something like that sure well there's too many layers just use the word meta it, it is meta no it, it absolutely it wasn't a meta decision I will be honest the decision truly came from I wanted to tell my true story about getting into a fling with a flat earther on a cruise ship and happened to have most of a second story uh, prepared so actually yes my first story was true wow uh, I did get into a fling with a flat earther on a cruise ship 
Is it? Because I think it's awesome. I'm just, I mean, I'm sad I'm wrong. Oh, that's so fair. I'm very sorry to hear that for for your sake. I don't know how to do these. I didn't have to do that at all in season one, so now I don't have know how to, like, manage moments like this. There's only one person who got it wrong in the entirety of season one, and then I could make it a bit. But now it's like, now that we're 50-50 in this season, I don't really know how to how to handle that sort of, you know, interaction. Uh... I mean, no, I, I did get into a fling with Flat Earther. Um, she did reach back out to me and say that she thought fate would bring us back together. I did have to wear my friend's mom's jeans until I could get my clothes from uh, my baggage that got packed up. Uh, the second story is mostly true, to be fair. Uh, I did go uh, all the way out to Angier for ice cream um, when with a 25-year-old girl who showed me a list of names of people she had sex with. None of the follow-up is true. Um, wow, that was all made up. You yeah. were not a target. Wow, you went. You that was a that was a hard faced lie. Absolutely, it was. Wow, that was a mostly false story. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it absolutely was. Huh? Based based partial based in a true event, extrapolated to a a false narrative. That was heavily extrapolated. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's just a weird thing that happened. Oh, absolutely. It, and then no, you it made is. it. Yeah, a lot worse. Yeah. It was originally just a weird thing, and I decided to make it a bad thing. Yeah. Um, but hey, that's how it happens. Sometimes that's yeah. how the ice cream melts. It's how the metaverse takes over our minds. So, so true. So Zuck. <laughs> Topical. Uh, no, I mean, unless you have any questions for me about either story or just in general, um, the floor is yours. Honestly, I don't, like, where did you, hmm. I guess you were just confident enough to say that you were the subject of the list. I don't know. I'm just trying to. Well, I'm I, trying to yeah. figure out how you came up with putting yourself in that situation. I'm trying to figure out what part. What made that better than other stories to tell? Well, I think two things for me, at least in my mind, is one is that it was based in something true, um, that it had this, you know, like starting event the hook. that was true. The hook was true. I mean, and, to be fair, sure. my fake story was 99% true. Sure. But I mean, it still counts. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, my, uh, I think, and the other part it came from is, as I was coming up with stories for this and trying to think of a fake story, I thought back on season one and how successful people had been with, like, extrapolating real stories. Uh, not that, uh, you know, me guessing on <laughs> on season one is a great measure of success. Uh -huh. I was not very good at my show. No. Um, uh, this season, killed it. Uh, no one will know because <laughs> this one is not going to get as much publicity um, very intentionally. But no, and what I had also remembered is that I told the true version of that story to my parents. Uh, <laughs> and not just to my parents, but to my parents and some family friends of theirs uh, because I thought it was a funny story. And somebody asked like somebody, I forget who was talking about it, but like. It, like storytelling came up and they're like, do you have a crazy story to tell? And I was like, all right, I'll tell this one. And then I, and then I ended where it naturally ended. And then my dad asked like, did she ever reach back out? And I was like, no, no, no. He's like, would you ever tell me if she did? And I was like, no, probably not. And that was honestly the instigating event for, for me to tell it this way. Oh, okay. So this um, is a, this is a, your father inspired. In, in no small part. Yes. Wow. Yes. My father, buddy. 
Uh, love I that just man. I wasn't going to say his name. No, I wasn't I mean, sure it about the matter. lines we were crossing. Uh, I'm willing to cross that line. Oh, okay. Uh, he wants infamy. Yeah, I'm sure he does. He doesn't want to be famous. He wants infamy. He's certain. No, I. Is your hair a different color? Does. Is my hair a different color? Yeah. Uh, no. Huh? Why do you ask? It looks quite amber. Uh, thank you. I don't know. It's different lighting, I guess. Maybe. I the normal, whatever. It's harsh. Uh, <laughs> no, so yeah, it was partially inspired by my dad. Uh, just him asking that series of questions made me go, hmm, what if it did? And that's why in my, uh, when I told that story in the first episode, I was like, and normally I say it stops here. Just that way they, you know, my dad and people wow. who heard that story before could maybe play along uh, wow. if they were willing to believe that, which I, I don't know. I don't know if they were. I don't know if they weren't. Um but yeah, it was that 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 you left a red herring in there. I really did. I absolutely wow. did. Now I'm gonna have to listen more closely to season two. <laughs> that's yeah, that's the dream. This this was really in no small part a test run for me in seeing if I could come up with more compelling compelling stories. I think I've done pretty well, to be totally honest. I mean, a fifty fifty split on the season is pretty good. Um, to be fair though, I picked um the second one because it was as the true story because I found it so uncompelling. Oh, you know what? I'll take it. I think, I think that works in my favor. I'm not going to lie to you. Just, just that it was so like standard or. I just don't think that it was anything. I just didn't think that it was anything you could have made up about yourself. Oh, sure. No, totally understandable. Uh, but Hey, as it turns out, I a hundred percent believe that you accidentally Got into a thing with the flat earth. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was never in question. Sure, sure. Uh, no, that's if we, very if reasonable. We, if we play the clip, mm -hmm. listen back to my episode. Yeah. Um, see clearly that I 100% believed everything about the flat earth story. I just thought you probably went further with them. Ah, sure, sure. Nope. Yeah. I it was. It was a. It was a turning point in my uh, my. It's <laughs> a trigger phrase. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it was uh, about the time that I. Uh, Is it pivotal? I, I could say pivotal. You're so right. It was a pivotal event, per se, uh, when I was like, hmm, I don't have to tolerate other people uh, if I didn't want to. So there you go. Learning experience is a lovely moment and a true story that I get to tell. Uh, I'm so excited I get to start telling that story more now because I, I love that story and I'd forgotten about it. Yeah. Uh, but now I get to start telling that story to people again. Uh, now that the finale, well, you know, when the finale comes out. Yeah, I, mean, I just found out. out that one of my friends is an anti-vaxxer, so... Mm. I'm sorry. We're on, a, we're on a similar ship. I, I think those are marginally different. I think it's much easier for a anti-vaxxer to make sense than a flat earther. I thought you were going to say it's much easier to be a flat earther because you have to do significantly less effort, <laughs> you know, than like actively guess, tell think, your doctor no. I mean, both can be true. I figure. I suppose. I think it's easier to be a. I think it's easier to. Be a flat earther because you can just be like, mm, I just disagree. I, you know, what? <laughs> you, you I think, just disagree with pictures. I think <laughs> it's so true. No, so true. Me thinks this. <laughs> me thinks, and who's gonna stop you? Who's gonna stop me and from thinking? Like, who's gonna who's gonna go that far and fight that hard with a flat earther? The same people that drink adrenochrome. I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Not gonna explain. Okay, wonderful. Well, listeners, do or don't look it up. I don't know how safe that is. Um, you, this is after dark at the end of the day. Uh, <laughs> oh, and unless you have any other questions for me, comments, thoughts, you, you do not have to listen to the no things considered podcast. I will let this one, I will let this one pass. It is a good podcast.
if you are prepared for a chaotic disaster. Yeah. But a fun chaotic disaster. Uh, With a winning team. It It is a winning team. It is certainly a winning team. I'd say we're winning. I mean, hey, I'm there. You're there. We're winning. We're winning. So at least some of us are at winning. At least some of us are definitely winning. Yeah. Some of us are are not us. <laughs> yeah. And, and and with that nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. <laughs> Thank you, Owen. Well, that's it for this mini season of You'll Never Believe Me, but it was a fun divergence. I really did enjoy getting to listen and tell these type of stories and interact with people in this way, and it was absolutely amazing, fun, and very very different. But we are headed back to the normal classic style. Well, mostly, that is. There are a few changes that are going to come to You'll Never Believe Me, but nothing major. Don't worry. I mean, small stuff, but they are going to make for, I think, a much more enjoyable show. It'll still be the same me, still be the same storytelling chicanery, and still be the same lying and probably, almost certainly, the same me sucking at my own show. But... Either way, season two is on the way. Do not worry. Uh, I do want to say thank you to all, uh, everyone, honestly, just everyone, all the guests, obviously, uh, those of you who have been listening to this, a uh, little bit of an underground mini-season, um, and then, of course, the support that I've gotten at WKNC, uh, just across the board from all the staff here, and everyone who listens, uh, thank you guys so much. It's been an absolute blast, and there are some really, really exciting things coming in addition to season two of You'll Never Leave Me But, so keep your eyes peeled. Make sure you look at wknc.org slash podcast. You might find something that will surprise you here in just a little bit. That'll do it for the finale of You'll Never Believe Me But After Dark. We learned on this whole ride that while I might not be very good at the traditional parts of my game, once things venture into adult territory, I will get it right and I will fool you. Not to be confident, <laughs> of course. But no, I did have a pretty good season. Uh, and I really do have some of the best people, friends of mine, to come on and work on this silly little divergence from the classic You'll Never Believe Me But. That will do it for After Dark. Our intro music is PopNug off of Compositions 2 used under the Creative Commons license found on Free Music Archive. Our outro music is Vintage News off Production Music used under the Creative Commons license found on Free Music Archive. I've been Cutter. This has been You'll Never Believe Me But After Dark. And thank you all for listening. Good night.